You're listening to episode 155 of the Voice in Canada podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border, and let's talk voice. All right, hello, hello, and welcome to this exciting episode. We are here live on Clubhouse doing a podcast recording for the very first time, and sat. Th- thanks for being the guinea pig, first of all. Welcome to the show. Oh, man, a pleasure. Pleasure to be here. I'm so happy to be here. All right. Amazing, amazing. Okay, so here is the deal. We're going to have a little bit of a chat here. Like I say, we're live on Clubhouse. I'd love for everybody to learn a little bit about what you're doing. I think it's serving a great need. So first of all, Sat, maybe I can just get you to introduce yourself a little bit to to the audience and uh, tell us your story. Yeah, sure. So uh, good afternoon, everyone, or good evening. Um, my name is Sat Ramphal. I am a born and raised Floridian here in Tampa, Florida. We also just won the Super Bowl yesterday, so you know, <laughs> still wonderful. Uh, but not 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 the the hype of the topic here. Um, so I I come from a background of, of a great entrepreneurial spirit and entrepreneurial experience. Um, I am now in my fourth company. Uh, I am 27 years old. And, um, you know, I have a great uh, past life of uh, kind of the whole entrepreneurship journey and what we went through and kind of the experiences and components that led us to build what we're currently building. And, you know, what we're doing now is something that I think it's really phenomenal and it's, it's going to ch- kind of change the way entrepreneurship is kind of dealt with from the start. Um, so, so that's something that we're really excited about. We have a mission to help reduce entrepreneurship failures by 3% in the United States in four years. So we're really on target to help achieve that mission. And, you know, kind of a little bit about what we built. We built this conversational bot. Her name is Maya. And what Maya does is she helps facilitate administrative tasks and navigate company operations using the power of voice. Amazing. Voice, I mean, voice. Oh, and, yeah. And, so and go, you ahead. Know, go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was going to say, okay, so this is great. This is great. So you are helping to uh, helping businesses to carry out some of these tasks. So go ahead. Yeah. Explain a little bit more. What is this? What's what's the deal with what you've got here? Yeah. So, you know, me coming from an entrepreneurial background, I had one successful company and then I had two failures. And I, I enjoy talking about those failures more than anything in the world because it's what's led us to our current situation and our current build. Uh, you know, all of the things that led us to our failure and components of that led that failure, we realized it came with where we spent our time. And founders and first-time entrepreneurs and young startup companies spend over 75% of their time doing administrative tasks that they kind of leave innovation behind. They leave growing the company behind, which is the most important thing when building a startup company. The administrative tasks are not. And those administrative tasks range from, you know, like incorporating your business, bank accounts, um, web services, you know, and those are just really, really basic things, but they go up to accounting and tax and, and things like that, capital raise and things like that. So that's, that's, that's what we're looking to help eradicate. And with that, first-time founders and entrepreneurs, they spend a ton of time in R&D trying to figure out who to deploy these tasks to and how to deploy it. 
So that's also something that we're helping to eradicate. And how we're helping to eradicate that is we have a very large partner network that helps integrate into our system. So it creates seamless connectivity to, with these partners to help getting that done. And it kind of filtrates uh, you know, each business with the six-point algorithm that helps identify them where to go and why. Fantastic. So can you get into so this, this sort of six-point algorithm and then some of the information about some of the partners that you work with and how does that work? Yeah, so uh, really and truly, the, the kind of the, in the basic formats, the algorithm is broken down into six components. That's how we suggest certain things. And that's industry, budget, size, stage, location, and trends. And that's how we're able to suggest certain partners, certain tasks to be done based on the stages that you're in in your company, industry, location, size, stage, budget, et cetera, et cetera. And these partners that we select, we can select each partner that's integrated in our system to help accelerate and carry out entrepreneurship business operations efficiently and with the right budget. And we're helped tie in those partners to the right pretty much business or user on our platform. Right on. So now, can you tell us practically what this looks like? Say a business says, okay, I want to use, I want to use what you've created. I want to use Maya. What does that look like for them? How is this set up? And, and practically, how is that going to help them save time? And what is it going to do for them? Yeah. So you, you know, if, if you're kind of starting off your business, well, look, kind of, let me start where our, that, where our current product is right now. We are still in our startup phases of the organization. So our product is actually 15% complete. Uh, and, and with that being said, most of our value is provided towards companies at ideation and getting into running operations. So that's where we're currently there. So right now, well, if a user has to come in, they would come in kind of at that stage. And Maya would just kind of figure out where they're at in their business, what kind of components they already have going on with that six-point algorithm. And then she's going to suggest certain things that that business should do to carry out, to help kind of increase the entrepreneurship growth or accelerate that business growth into a live environment, into a live running environment. So can you give us some, some, like some examples then of how that would work? Yeah. So, you know, I'm just a college student. I'm, I'm in college. I have this great idea to build a FinTech app. Um, but all I know is how to build a FinTech app. All I know is how to code and develop. So I come up and I join up Maya. She's she's available on the App Store, so she can download her. She's available on a desktop version. And you would stock sign up to Maya. And then, you know, Maya would then figure out, again, where you're at. And then just, just like that, the task would just begin. She would then suggest what you would need to do. And all you have to do is give permission for that task to be done. She will go ahead and run the task with the partner and then bring the completed details back so that you really don't have to be involved. So for example, I am again at the ideation stage. Hey Maya, I need to incorporate my business. Maya is already going to know what state you're in. She's just going to ask you pretty much what kind of statuses that you want to complete S -Corp, uh, C Corp LLC. If you need to talk to an attorney, she'll kind of, um, you know, link you with one of our connected partner attorneys that we have with Rocket Lawyer or in that type of situation there. And then she'll go ahead, carry out the task again, bring it back, complete it. And then you pretty much see your articles of corporation right inside the platform. And then you can just carry on. Or while that's going on, you just carry on. And while the task is in motion, more can, can be completed. It's both on demand and suggestive. So at any point in time, you can go and deploy a task if you like, or you could just wait on Maya suggestions. I'm, I'm, it's amazing. Cause I'm looking on, on your website right now and I'm looking under your, your partners and you've got like some of the biggest corporations here as, as your partners, are you able yeah. to sort of just like, just so that the listeners get a sense of this, like what other specific tasks can Maya do for you? And what are some of those partners that you have in the sort of the different categories? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, 
it took us about a year and a half to build the product. Um, and while building the product, I, I myself kind of hand, call, hand selected and called each one of the partners and got in contact with the partnership team and, and, and developed that relationship. Um, so we have, we actually have about maybe a thousand tasks currently that we have lined up to be kind of interjected to the system. Right now, you can actually only do about 30. And those 30 tasks is like get an incorporation done, set up a business bank account, uh, set up uh, pretty much start getting paid into your business. So uh, automated merchant services, linked to web services, technology services, um, linked VoIP services, uh, things like that deployed and set up operational technological tools that are all kind of integrated. Um, those are some of the basic things. And with those partners, VoIP, for example, phone.com is one of our partners. Um, digital bank accounts, Bank of America is one of our partners, Chase is one of our partners as well. Also, Bank Nova was another one of those digital bank partners. Um, uh, incorporation, Rocket Lawyer is one of our partners as well for incorporation. Uh, we also use Rocket Lawyer for, you know, uh, linking to certain, uh, I, I guess, attorneys based on the specific need of the user. Um, so, so that also helps with that, with that kind of, uh, and we use, you know, heavily with API integrations. Right, right. So, and, and, and one other question that comes to mind, I know, and actually we spoke about this a little bit previously uh, offline, but I think it'd be good to just sort of mention this. What, what happens if you're outside of the United States with, with this or what, what sort of, uh, you know, how is it set up in that regard? Yeah. So uh, with that whole natural language processing thing, we do have, you know, a whole idea for making it worldwide. So we are working on currently nine languages um, to help, you know, get that type of availability across the world. Um, because it just so happens we weren't focusing across the world. We're just focusing on the American market just to target the American market. Um, but it just so happened we have international users not really focusing on them, but we do have international users across the world. And so with that being said, we now we have a plan to create uh, different languages to help uh, adjust those person needs. So it becomes a little bit more personalized to them and more comfortable. That's great. And so this is this is deployed through uh, through an app, basically through a mobile phone then? Correct, correct. We're currently on the app, uh, Android App Store, and we're about maybe 60 days away from Apple Store being released. Fantastic, fantastic. And and w are you able to give us some some examples of actual use cases of people like maybe what you can share of people that are using this currently or any companies? Are you able to share any yeah. of that? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's actually really surprising. When we first built the product, we built it not to be what Maya is today. She was built to be like this AI advisor slash mentor for entrepreneurs. And so that didn't really work. So we pivoted. But, you know, Maya had all of this knowledge now that we kind of you know, built into her. So we decided to help take that knowledge and put it towards tasks movement. So where we decided to interject her current kind of tasks movement and knowledge is where we best saw what generation would use the product. And we felt that that Generation Z, college students fresh in the entrepreneurship stage and minded in the specific uh, groups, if you will, entrepreneurship groups and entrepreneurship programs, that's where we actually began putting mind. And the use cases came from a lot of college students in the entrepreneurship field starting their businesses through Maya. Um, use cases for them would be the same kind of tasks that we have that I kind of mentioned before, you know, getting those basic operations into deployment. Those, those are kind of, um, and we have to prioritize what we're doing is we're prioritizing 
which tasks to build. Because when we build out a task, we have to build voice. Then we have to build a background of logic and data, passage flow, data architecture, um, everything else behind it, you know? So um, that's kind of where we're at. Amazing. And again, I'm just, the thing that strikes me is again, the partnerships that you've already, uh, that you've already set up here. Cause I'm, I'm, again, I'm just going through the list. One of the things that's interesting to me as a partner, and, and, and again, I, I, we've talked about this a little bit offline, but I just think it's so interesting. Um, is I see some of your partners are New York Mets, uh, Tennessee Titans, San Francisco 49ers. Can you explain how that integrates with what you've built here with Maya? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there are some integrations that are not, um, you can say operationable, uh, they're manual. Um, so, so currently those partners are not integrated technologically speaking just yet, but the plans for that type of partnership is to get digital marketing in real time deployed on a sponsorship basis to uh, games on a marketing side of things. So and that's the marketing vertical. And so you would, you know, the, so I guess the plan is if I'm, if I'm paraphrasing what I'm hearing you saying, you'd go to Maya and you'd say to Maya something like, I want to set up some type of marketing um, campaign with the San Francisco 49ers. And then she would start to make those connections behind the scenes for you. Is that, am I understanding that correctly? That's correct. That's correct. And something that we're working on big is kind of exclusive deals with all of these partners. Great. So that's a lot of, it's a lot of work that you've done on your part to behind the scenes, create all these connections and sponsorships or not sponsorships, excuse me, uh, but these, uh, these connections and partnerships uh, with all these individual companies. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was it took a really long time and we're still building partners and, and have a line of partners to go ahead and still kind of uh, build relationships. Uh, now, at this point, we have a ton of partners actually calling us now to help jo- to kind of join Maya. So now we have a like an application process to kind of identify if they're good enough, because we're not just choosing everyone and anyone. They have to be credible and they have to be on the mission to help support entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship growth. We take those things very seriously and ethically. Amazing. Can you comment on sort of anything else uh, that you have coming down in the future in terms of what people can look forward to with Maya? Something that that maybe isn't on the website or something that you can share with us? Yeah, so um, her voice capabilities are really limited right now. So we have a huge update coming out at the end of the year uh, where those voice capabilities are going to be a whole lot much more enhanced. We are also working on our current uh, proposal and, you know, we, we're in the AI accelerator incubator in Australia, virtually, unfortunately. Um, and what that incubator has done for us is built us a very large partner network and some of them comes from OpenAI. So now we're looking to kind of convert GPT-3 and some of our natural language processing to help clean up some of the voice capabilities that could be um, inside of our platform. Fantastic. And, and just from, from your experience with, with clients that are using this, where are they finding this is saving them the most time? Are there particular areas in their business that saves them the most time? Uh, actually, yeah, because, you know, uh, we find that whenever you're starting a business, especially for first-time founders, uh, let's just say you're going to go incorporate your business for a second. It's, you're going to go spend a ton of hours trying to figure out what type of incorporation you need to get done. And then you're going to try to go figure out who you should go get it done by. So Maya is helping eradicate that with time. She's giving founders time to help innovate their own company again. Um, so they find huge value in that. And again, on top of that huge value, voice helps increase efficiency by what, 75, 70%. Um, so there's that. Great, great. And so maybe we'll just wrap up here. Just, uh, I think, I think I have a good understanding of the, of the way it works. So the person talks to Maya, Maya goes off, does the stuff behind the scenes. 
Then there's got to be some type of contract, though, between the, the business and this service. So Maya brings that back, brings that contract back to the person. And is all is all the negotiation, is it all done through Maya? Or does that eventually then go offline? Or, or how does that work? Yeah, so Maya would kind of bring back the contracts and, and kind of provide it to them. Uh, if there is any contract for the, any sort of partner or tasks that's involved, and then they would have to kind of pretty much fill it out or view it on platform or on system. Um, but uh, let's just say at the current moment, uh, any sort of big contract that needs to kind of go in place, we will kind of take it over manually in the background and facilitate it just to ensure accuracy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Great. Great. Well, this is really interesting. It's a, it's a, I can see a lot of need for this. Where, where should uh, listeners go to learn more about this and, and uh, what you're doing or otherwise connect with you? Yeah. So uh, you can go to our website, meetmaya.world. We were just showcased at CES uh, about a month ago. And um, if you guys are anybody here in the room from Florida, we're going to be having a huge session as well at Synapse event as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for spending some of your time here with us. Uh, and sharing with uh, with the podcast listeners as well. I, I appreciate it, Terry. Thanks you for having me on the show, and thanks for everyone for listening. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sat Ramphal. As you can hear, he's doing some really cool work helping businesses through this voice technology, through this conversational AI technology known as Maya. So if you are looking for an assistant to help you with some of those tasks that you are needing to get done as an entrepreneur, as a business, then I encourage you to check out uh, this product that Sat has uh, has created. Uh, again, a big uh, thank you to Sat for spending some of the time on the podcast. As you heard, this was the first time that I did a podcast live on Clubhouse. It was a really fun experience. I'd love to get your feedback on this in general to see what you think about it. If you were live with us, in Clubhouse during the interview. What did you think of it? If you're listening to this now, the recording, what do you think of it? Um, and I'd love to love to know so that I know whether or not to continue to do these or not. Um, on that vein or in that vein, uh, I want to encourage you to join us on Clubhouse. Uh, we have the happy hour of voice every weekday at 4.30 Pacific with the exception of Tuesdays. Uh, and it's just an opportunity to get together, have fun, chat with people in the voice community, introduce each other, um, and really have fun networking with each other. So I encourage you to check that out. That is a new uh, feature here from uh, the, the Voice in Canada brand, from the Voice Den brand, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It already has been a lot of fun. So I encourage you to check that out. Uh, once again, thank you for listening this week. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being a supporter of the podcast. And I look forward to speaking with you again very, very soon. And remember... Be the voice.